This is Finally Free, a podcast for those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, a certified intuitive eating counselor, eating disorder survivor, and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, where I offer group coaching for women who are ready to heal their relationship with food in their bodies and become their healthiest, happiest, most confident selves without ever having to go on another diet. On this podcast, you will hear me answer your biggest questions around how to become a successful intuitive eater. You'll hear inspiring stories of other women on their food freedom journeys, those who are recovering, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll teach you how to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough, how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with fitness you enjoy so you can move through this world with confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Before we get started, I want to remind you of everything I have to offer with Freedom with Food and Fitness. First, I offer group coaching. My 10-week intuitive eating coaching program is called Defy the Diet, and it blends intuitive eating principles and mindset work in a hybrid format that blends group and private one-on-one coaching to give my clients amazing results. My summer cohort client, Adriana, had this to say about me as her coach. Alana's helped me to develop a healthy relationship with food and helped me uncover the root causes of my disordered eating. She's very open and honest about her own previous struggles in her journey, which empower me and the other ladies in the group to have deep conversations about the challenges and pressures we face from diet culture in our society. Uh, it's testimonials like that that seriously make everything I do for my clients and my business worth every second. If you're someone who wants true mental and physical health without restriction and obsession, stop overeating, find consistency in nutrition, movement, and self-care, and take the guilt out of wellness, this program is for you. If you're ready for your ticket to find food freedom, enrollment is currently closed until the spring, but you can fill out an application and schedule a call with me at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash call. That's freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash call. We'll talk all about your current struggles, flesh out those goals, and create a clear step-by-step roadmap. We'll travel together to finally get you to those goals. We have a brand new coach coming on board and five new Defy the Diet package options to help make this program more supportive than ever. An insanely effective program tailored to your needs and your budget. Spots that include one-on-one coaching are limited every time that we offer the program. So again, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash call to apply today. If you're not quite ready for coaching, check me out on Instagram at freedomwithfoodandfitness. There, I have free quizzes to assess your relationship to food and fitness, articles I've written, exclusive blog posts, free intuitive eating worksheets and videos, and so much more. Also, one more thing. I'll be giving a TEDx talk on January 14th. I cannot believe I'm actually saying that. I am both completely honored and completely scared out of my mind. The talk is called How to Make Health and Wellness Accessible to All. So it's all about the issues we see with our current singular view of what health and wellness is and who gets to experience it, and also what we can do to recreate a vision of wellness that is inclusive on a global scale. If this idea resonates with you, if it lights you up, and it's something that you too feel passionate about, you have the opportunity to help me spread the word. 
you can join my TEDx street team where literally all you have to do is share the TEDx talk everywhere and anywhere you can. When you sign up, you get an email with a really simple guide that spells out where and how you can share the talk, and I even provide you with swipe copy, which is basically optional templates you can copy and paste into posts, because trust me, I know you guys are busy too. But it would mean the world to me if we can get the main TED Talk page to take notice and post this TEDx talk, because that means potentially millions of people will see this super important message of inclusive health and wellness. Plus, if you join the street team, there are perks from free masterclasses to resources to even private one-on-one coaching sessions. So if you're in and you want to help in a really easy and quick way, head over to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash TEDx to sign up before January 14th. Again, that's freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash TEDx, T-E-D-X. Ooh, y'all, I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. Our guest today is just filled with intensity and dedication and has an outlook on fitness that is just so refreshing from what we're used to with Diet Culture's version of what we should be doing with um, intensity toward workouts. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear my conversation with Nadia Kashu. She is the founder of The Cash Method, K-A-S-H, a holistic women's health coach, sought-after speaker, passionate encourager, and most importantly, a follower of Jesus. After bartending for 10 years, Nadia realized that she was heading nowhere and heading there quickly. She made the decision to no longer be a victim of her circumstances and instead become a victor of life. Over the past eight years, Nadia has committed to her health legacy and has helped women worldwide to do the same. She is extremely passionate about building women from the inside out. She believes that when a woman is empowered, a generation is transformed. To empower women on how to build a health legacy that they are proud of and can pass down to generations. I love that. That's so powerful. Fitness is not one size fits all and neither is movement. She believes that we have to build a foundation of belief that is independent on our physical being, but from a conviction that's within. Her goal is to share her testimony and encourage others to love themselves where they're at while believing in the goals and dreams that they have and want to become. She believes women are way too hard on themselves yes, girl. And it is time to be intentional and change the narrative. She teaches our clients how to unlearn toxic behaviors and thoughts and relearn how to love ourselves genuinely, mind, body, and spirit. Oh, love it. I can't wait to to hear. I'm so excited. I can't even speak. I can't wait for you to hear this episode with Nadia Cashew. Hi, Nadia. So, um, when you approached me to be on the show, I, I honestly, I had, I didn't know who you were yet. And then I did the research just to make sure that you were someone that I wanted to be on the show and that your message was aligned with mine. And I, I got so excited by your videos on your website and all that's going to be in the show notes, but you just, you have this strong, empowered energy, um, that that's, that's fitness, but it's not, it's not diety. And I right. just loved it. There's not a lot of that in this space. No. No, not at all. So yeah, when also too, when I found you as well, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I've already felt like we were soul sisters, if you will, right? It's so, so important that we help women strip it down, right? Just embrace the authenticity of themselves and be okay with that. So super excited about this conversation. Yes, me, me too. Um, so I want to go back to the beginning. What was your relationship like with food, weight in your body growing up? 
So growing up, I mean, it was it was okay, right? I didn't really notice anything out of the quote unquote norm. Honestly, it wasn't until in my early 20s, right, where I was just kind of trying to escape my reality because I didn't like where I was in life in all areas. And I, you know, I was partying a lot. I was comparing myself to what was on social media. So that was bringing me down even low, right? I felt like I had to eat a certain way um, to obtain a certain physical appearance. So there was a lot of restriction and box with my expectations of myself. So that's really where I was at. And I found myself, um, again, in a place that just wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't healthy, right? It wasn't uh, sustainable for lifelong. So that was in my early twenties, right before I started to take my wellness seriously. That's also, and that's actually interesting because not a lot of people whose stories I hear start later in life, but mine was the same way. I was around 22 where I was at the end of grad school and I didn't know what my life was going to look like after that. And I had been so into like getting the A and fitting in that box that once there wasn't that box, I felt really lost. So it's so interesting and nice to hear that, you know, it, it, it's, it's not always just, you know, when we're young and impressionable, it can happen when right. we're adults. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. And just even, I love that similarity, just even to expound on that a little bit more, um, you know, once I was like, okay, because what happened too was I was so focused on, okay, what did the meal plan say? What are my food ounces? Right? Like, you know, this is what I was being taught, especially like, you know, coming from off of bodybuilding and things like that. But when I noticed certain changes in my body and I wasn't feeling the best and I said, you know what, I'm done with meal plans. I really want to learn my body, learn my food relationship, learn where my emotions are when I'm eating food, like really take a, a look at the full uh, picture and not just, just a part of the frame. Right. Um, I felt like I had no control. It was scary, right. To say, okay, I'm eating this thing, but I don't, you know, I don't know how many ounces of protein I have, what's going to happen to my muscles. Like, you know, it was definitely um, a different time, a scary time, but I knew that if I didn't work through this, uh, this like, you know, unknown time of my life that I wasn't going to get into a place of freedom that I wanted to be, you know what I mean? So um, I'm thankful for that part of my journey. It made me stronger. And it also helped me to relate, you know, to so many women that, that are drawn to that are the message that we have. I think that's something, you know, so many women get down on themselves because they're like, I'm in this position. I, you know, they have all this shame around, right. you know, having not figured out that dieting doesn't work and they put themselves in this position and you grew from it and you became a stronger right. person and you found your business. Like you found mm-hmm. your calling in life and I did the same thing. So I try to tell people, this isn't a shameful part of your life. This is going to be the building blocks for what makes you great. Absolutely. And, you know, you were saying, you know, you were worried about the ounces in food and and you were worried what what a certain meal would do to your muscles. We are told this lie that we have so much control with our fitness and our nutrition over our health and what our bodies look like. And it's just not true. The science is not there. Right, right. Absolutely. And also too, one thing, and I want to piggyback off of what you just said, right? For me in my personal journey, when I was like, okay, I need some help, like I need an outside noise that's kind of aligned with where I want to go. And when I went to go see, um, you know, just a doctor that was more on the homeopathic realm of things, like really intuitive eating and things like that, he confirmed everything that I already felt in my gut. 
So when I coach my clients and my women, my amazing world-changing women, I let them know, right? You, we need to learn how to trust our gut literally and figuratively. Like there is a voice there that is guiding you. Trust that, step into that. And I promise as we step into that, people that are aligned with that, that, that voice that you're hearing are going to come, come into your life and speak into you, support you and encourage you along that. Right. So that's so true. What you just said. For those of you listening to the podcast, I'm silently clapping so that there's no audio, <laughs> but that was like, so perfect. And it's so hard for women to trust their bodies because they're told in the media that they're, they can't. Right. Um, so, right. Uh, now you told me that you are first generation American. Your family is from Liberia and Lebanon. I'm interested to know how do, do those cultural influences view the way you see yourself and food and your body? Um, how would you describe diet culture in that er those areas of the world? So yeah, that's an awesome question and super excited to answer that. For, for me, the Liberian influence on my family is definitely a lot heavier. You know, actually we used to live there pre-war. Um, I will say that taking care of your body from a holistic standpoint is something that's kind of unknown and unfamiliar. So I think if judgment comes, it's not coming from a negative place. It's just that they don't know, right? And so sometimes we have a hard time understanding the unknown. Um, and so when I decided to be the change that I wanted to see within my family, within myself, here's the thing. I had to recognize that if I allowed their praises and their positive feedback to feed me, right, then I would allow their critiques to starve me. So very early on, I made the conscious decision that I'm feeling this in my gut, right, that it's my vision to birth. And so I had to separate myself, although it's hard, I'm not saying it's easy, but I had to recognize that whatever I was receiving as maybe I felt as lack of support, I had to keep going because I knew that once they saw the fruits of what I was doing, my discipline and, and, and what I was laboring to break down those, those mentalities, those mindset, that in some way, somehow, when they felt called in their gut, that they would follow and say yes to their own journey. And it happened. Six years later, it happened, right? It didn't happen on my own time, but it happened. So to directly answer your question, I just think that there are just certain ways in the culture, um, like you, you know, you eat heavier meals, you know, you're supposed to look a certain way. And that means you're happy. If you look a certain way, that doesn't mean that, you know, it means like you're kind of struggling in life. So just really dismantling that dynamic and saying, no, you know, I don't have to show up with your expectation. It's not mine. It's not my story. It's not my narrative. I refuse to continue to write the pen or write my story according to how you see I should hold the pen. So. Oh, I love that. I love that <laughs> metaphor. That's fantastic. And you know what? It's, it's very hard to be the person, uh, be, be the generation that breaks that line of thinking. It, you right. know, you're not right. only breaking it for yourself, you're breaking it for if you decide to have children and, and, you know, um, and the other thing that I love that you just said was you, if you were going to let their praise affect you, you had to do the opposite. You had to let their criticism affect you. So we just decide we are not going to judge ourselves by other people's praise or criticism, positive right. or negative, because exactly. we can't take on those energies from other people, those opinions of other mm. people, because we can't change other people's opinions of us. And that was something that I dealt with. I was very much like, my worth was dependent on external validation and the, you know, metaphorical gold star. And right. that was really a problem just as much as maybe someone who's criticized their whole life, you know, that's right. for them. 
Absolutely. Now, how did you get started with fitness? You mentioned something about bodybuilding. Yeah. So it's just like, yes, every time I tell the story, a part of me like gets still gets warm and tingly inside. So it started from a place, honestly, where I was working 16 to 18 hour days. And I'm sure those that are listening can relate, right? We feel like we're serving, we're wearing so many hats, maybe mom, auntie, right? Like businesswoman, teacher, whatever it is but we forget to put the hat to take care of ourselves, right? And to really just look in the mirror and have that loving self-confrontation, like what needs to go? What what do I need to lean in more of? And I kept having that, again, that gut feeling like, hey, Nadia, you're on the 95 South and you're heading nowhere, heading there extremely quickly. So I reached out for coaching. Honestly, nothing changed in my life, right? Like I still had my responsibilities. I still had my long days. I still had, you know, some negative stinking thinking that I had to work through, but I knew that I needed a change. And so what I did was I let go of people. I started to unleash habits, right? I stopped going out as much because I was just so serious about becoming the person that I knew I was on the inside. So I said yes to some coaching, right? And what happened was on my first day, I remember having this workout plan and I was in the big room in my local gym and I just bawled my eyes out. Like, because again, I didn't, I really want to be honest. I didn't look like what I saw on social media. I wasn't moving like what I saw on social media. Uh, I just felt defeated. Right. And so I'm so thankful that I always tell my clients, number one, we have to have vision and we have to decide when we want to take on our holistic wellness journey. Um, But we also have to be anchored, anchored in something that's bigger than us, that's deeper in us from a conviction that's within, that's independent on our degrees, our houses, our cars, our performances, our accolades, because that's really what helps us to keep on keeping on, right? And so I was thankful that I was anchored within my own personal faith. And I recognize that there's still strength in my weakness, that there's lessons in there, right? That it's my race, my that's my race, my journey, my pace, right? My pace, not your pace, my pace. Uh, So that's really how I got started. And, you know, and the cash method, why I say it's a different kind of strong, that's what I mean, right? We all have our own strengths. Like I can never show up as you. I will undoubtedly fail every single time. And that's way too big of a, of a burden to put on ourselves. But when we can say, you know what, I'm going to say yes to Nadia, the good, the ugly, the bad, the indifferent, whatever that looks like, you know, life really starts to be awesome from that point on. So um, that was kind of by my intro introduction to saying yes to my fitness journey. I love what you said about how like it, it has to be a greater purpose. A lot of, a lot of women say, I just want to lose 15 pounds. And I'm like, no, you don't. That's not, not what it is. It's (laughs) a deeper reason. And you have to acknowledge that deeper reason. And, you know, maybe it is to challenge yourself in a way to see what type of strength you actually have, whatever, maybe you want to show your kids what a strong woman can be. Um, Whatever it is, it's got to be more than that 15 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what, when you just mentioned that, it made me think of a conversation that I had with a client and we came and she was like, she had this picture. She's like, Nadia, this is what I want to look like. And, you know, it was, it was her and it was her pre having beautiful children's pre being in an amazing marriage. Right. Um, and I said, hold on, let's sit here for a second. I said, seasons change, but the commitment remains. Right. So we want this yesterday's package, but we don't have yesterday's mentality. We don't have yesterday's responsibilities. Yesterday's life looks differently. Would you want to be in this package and then take away everything from your present? Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, 
we can like understand the strength is still there because you were able to accomplish that. But now we're just in a different season. And it's just really, you know, tearing down the expectation of how we need to show up and just yielding to the process of becoming. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. Now you you made a very beautiful segue for my next question, which you have created the signature cash method. So tell us, what is the cash method? Yeah, the cash method is an amazing, amazing uh, program and way to really, truly dismantle and ditch the diet mindset. I know you hear that all the time, right? Diet has the word diet in it. It's a start and an end date. It's not sustainable. So I really want to provide a loving atmosphere for my women to help them work through that process because it is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, we work on embracing our curves and loving on our bodies as beautiful as they are in the moment, right? I tell them that no body is the same. Fitness is not one size fits all. Movement is not one size fits all, right? And then we build that confidence from within that is unshakable, right? Because again, we I tell them if you're just looking to get a high glute or some bicep flex, if you don't like what's looking back at you in the mirror, guess what? That perky booty and those biceps ain't going to fulfill that, you know? So we do the work. We do the work. And then I'm also, you know, a bridge. I love to bring on just other experts to speak into my community and make sure that they feel loved and supported to make this lifelong because it's required in our 30s, our 40s, our 50s, right? Our 90s, our 100s. We're believing for long life. So that's really the cash method. I coach the collective woman um, virtually worldwide, and we are empowering women, one, one woman at a time, to really take charge of their health legacy. Um, because I believe that when a woman is empowered in her health legacy, a generation is transformed. Absolutely. So you, you, you coach virtually. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so anybody who's listening can, can train anyone. <laughs> That's yep. fantastic. I love Absolutely. that. And I, you know, there's not enough trainers who will speak to the inside. Mm. Like you said, it's all about the high glute. Right. Right. If you don't love what's inside. It doesn't matter. When I was at my lowest weight, I was my most miserable because guess what? It wasn't about the weight loss. There was right. wicked self-worth issues that were happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And one thing that I do say, when, even when I'm talking about releasing, I don't, when, when my client comes to me say, I want to lose 15 pounds, just like you, I say, hold on, we need to do some releasing, right? We need to release people. We need to release thoughts. We need to release waste inside your body, right? So just really already working to shift the mindset, shift the, the words that we're using around, around the transformation that we want to happen. You know what I mean? Because it's, again, it's just not about the weight going, because here's the thing you could, and I've been in the business of, of bodybuilding, right? You see some amazing quote unquote physiques, but here's what people can walk around being so miserable. And that's just walking around, like being in prison, right? Like, you know, um, so yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I, I try to tell people that too. It's, there are plenty of very fit, very skinny, very pretty, miserable people out there. Right, so that's right. clearly not the, the, the path to happiness. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you talk about um, a different kind of strong, that that's what you give your women and your clients. So can you yes. speak a little bit about what that means, a different Absolutely. kind of strong? Absolutely. So to, to be truly transparent for me, the way it came from is, right, it was birth right in that room where I said that I was mis not uh, felt totally defeated. And so in my own personal faith, my scripture hugged me close that night, right? And, and it says that his grace is sufficient in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. And that's where I'm like, I'm a different kind of strong, 
right? There's still beauty in my weakness. So here's what I tell my woman. I don't care what your faith background is, whoever you call God, whatever you believe in, we need to get anchored in that. We need to get anchored in what's bigger than you because that's really what helps you to move forward. Because also too, guess what? Our our own brains can be our worst critics, right? Our, our thoughts can be uh, a lot of times more negative. So we have to be able to look outside of even what we say about ourselves, right? And recognize that we're still beautiful. We're still capable. We're still able. So that really is the logistics and the, the meat of a different kind of strong is getting my women to see themselves outside of themselves, how capable they are um, and walk in that and own that and be absolutely unapologetic. That's amazing. And, and right, like there are so many different definitions of strong and so many different examples of what that looks like that you, it's all a choice. You have to choose right. to your version of strong as strong. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. good. So how can you help someone ditch the diet? Let's talk a little bit about the practical logistics of what you do. Yeah. So just really one of the main things I do. So I, when I onboard my client, right, I'll take them through a class that we talk about. What is your body naturally doing? I always say your body speaks. We just need to learn how to listen to it. Right. So I let them know, like, for instance, right. Like when we wake up, the first thing we do is we go pee and we hopefully should have a, a healthy bowel movement. So recognizing, okay, we want to, we want to go ahead and choose loving foods that are going to help us eliminate from our bodies. And uh, here's the thing. I can give you a fish. You'll eat for a day. If I teach you how to fish, you're going to eat for a lifetime. So really helping my clients understand again, what their bodies are doing within those 24 hours and why certain foods are more helpful and beneficial. You see what I'm saying? So that way they have that information. And then as they're doing it, I let them know, please write down like journal, how your body's feeling. How is it responding? Because just because something is healthy, but it makes you miserable, then maybe that's not the food choice for you, right? Maybe that shouldn't be a part of, you know, so just allowing them and coaching them to understand how their body speaking. And it's different. It's different for everyone. So that's why it's important for me to constantly have those, like I call them weekly cash connects where we come on and everyone just shares what's been going on. Hey, Nadia, you know, I'm doing this and it feels awesome, but I had to, you know, maybe eliminate Brussels sprouts or something like that. So that's the first initial step that we, that we take, but then also practicing giving yourself grace, because I promise you, as we dismantle these um, rules, and regulations that we've been accustomed to doing, you know, it's going to try to creep back in and we're going to, you know, have those moments where it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, I ate the cookie or whatever, you know, I had the Cinnabon and not beating yourself up. That's so, so big, right? Just giving yourself grace, deep breath. That's okay. It's okay. Right. It's totally fine to have those moments and just continue on. Um, so those are two big ways that, you know, I help my clients start to ditch that diet. Yeah, it's it's and there's different kinds of hunger. Sometimes you just want that cinnamon and that's right, really right. And you know, I I love I love salads. I love mm -hmm. fresh vegetables. But guess what? I hate kale. I'm right. Get into it. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I can't do it. Some people might genuinely love kale. I love Brussels right. sprouts. My husband's like, no. <laughs> Almost set. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> so it's it's different for everybody. And Absolutely. It's okay. It's it's okay. okay. Absolutely. So what do you mean when you say one of your, your, uh, trademark, um, phrases is train the mind and the Ooh. body follows. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, if I I'll give you a real practical example, right? Like if you've ever been 
trained by someone physically, right? Whether it's in the gym, outside, whatever. And you're in a room where people are just kind of giving it their all like, no, we're going for it. That energy is transferred. And you're like, you know what? I can push a little more too. So I always say the battlefield starts in the mind. This is where it all starts. You know what I mean? And so we have to work to confront our thoughts recognize where are they coming from? What's the root of this? Because we're, we're absorbing so many other conversations. Even if we're on the train or the subway and we hear other people talk subliminal subconsciously, we're absorbing their conversation. So just really being super intentional about your thoughts, about your habits, you know, um, is so important because as you can start to master and get a hold and build a healthy relationship with how your mind works, your body follows, right? Like if you say that you're going to, um, if you say that you're going to, you know, go out there and I'm going to run a mile and I'm going to give it my all, you know, like you've already made that, that decision. Like you've, you've, you've decided, I say that a determined mind with discipline and direction is unstoppable. You've made that decision in your, your mind is made up. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if there's snow happening. Like, you know, that you're going to get that mile accomplished because you've decided. And so just really working on that mental strength, um, is so important. Absolutely. And I'm sure listeners right now are like, Oh God, I'm so on board. I'm going to train with cash.com <laughs> and they're like, they're on this high. It always starts right. with like positive high, but you experience the lows throughout the journey. And you mm. say on your website, um, that your biggest fear is failure and that you're a work in progress on that, as am I. Um, I'm a recovering perfectionist, as I like to say. And, you know, I know so many women fear failure in this space when it comes to trusting their body and starting mm-hmm. a fitness journey and, and reevaluating eating habits. So what's way that, that we can combat this failure and work toward not being so fearful of failure? Right, right. That's good. That's good. You know, one of my mentors shared with me that he has a day where he celebrates his failures and he also renamed them as just growing opportunities. See, failures is just feedback. It's it, it's actually a blessing because it's letting us know what's not working, what's not serving us and what we can release to be able to work more effectively, efficiently and more joyful, right? So I think just really shifting our minds, you train mind, body follows, shifting our minds to identify failure as not a negative. And I know it's tough because we're not taught that. We're taught that we have to have it all together, right? Go out there, sweep it under the rug, get the A, get the high achievement, whatever it is. But I want to give you permission right now to say it's okay to fail. And also know that as you set that example, anyone that's watching you, whether it's son, daughter, niece, nephew, mom, father, whomever it is in your close circle that loves you, you're helping them to disrupt that narrative too, right? So just again, allowing yourself the ability to stink because guess what? We're not going to, we're not good at everything. (laughs) You don't got to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So give yourself that permission to be absolutely horrible at something and say, listen, I'm just going to continue to fail forward. I'm going to continue to learn, right? We didn't walk the first time as an expert, we fell, but we continue to get back up. So just adapting that childlike mentality, there it is, train mind, body follows, and just continue to say yes to yourself. But also too, I think it's important is to make sure that we're in a like-minded community. And that's the beauty of the internet right now. So maybe we don't have it in our inner circle physically, but you can get a part of a community like this, right? So that you feel supported, you feel encouraged, but you also see other testimonies because you see other women that are in your same starting point or similar, and you see them navigating the same waters. And you're like, hey, if she can do it, so can I. 
that's the beauty of it. So, yeah, I, I didn't start my recovery journey from, from eating disorders until I saw the community on Instagram and on podcasts. Like it wasn't, it wasn't in my own life. It wasn't in my personal right. life. And I'm pretty sure most of the people in my personal life still don't quite understand what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's my cross to bear and that's fine. Cause I right. like you and people in the community that do get it. So I have that yeah. space. Um, two more questions. Uh, you also told me that you have a six-year-old niece, Victoria, and Yay. she's your best friend and your and your best teacher. And I think we can learn so much from children mm. in terms of eating intuitively because I, I have a 20-month-old son and like he'll have like one crunchy left on the table and like the rest of us would be like, all right, I guess I'll just eat it. There's only one left. He's like, no, 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 I really don't want it because he's trusting himself. Mm. Um, what is the biggest lesson you've learned from Victoria? The biggest lesson that I've learned from her, honestly, is to be very persistent. Like, for instance, if she wants something, she will ask me 20,000 times. She'll ask her mom. Like, she will not stop until we're less. She's like, all right, go ahead. Have whatever it is that you want to have. And so it almost ties into our failure part that we just talked about, right? Where she's gotten that no, but it does not stop her. Like she is head on, like, I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to, you know, get the cookie, whatever it is I'm after, I'm going to get it. Uh, so really allowing that tenacity and that persistence to lead me and guide me, you know, in my own area is so important. And, and to that fact, even just last night, her and I went out for a pizza date and she did the same thing. She had her, cause there was, it's a, it's a huge pizza with four slices. It was just me and her, her and I. And so she had her, um, her huge piece. And then the second piece, she's like, you know, auntie, I'm okay. I was like, you sure? She's like, yeah. So it's nice to, again, be able to just trust your gut, um, and then enjoy, enjoy the moments, laugh, the simple things, oh, the simple things make her so joyful. Um, so really just walking in that as well. Like, you know, when it's sunny out, being grateful that I can walk and breathe and enjoy the scenery and, and things like that. So, and lastly, she enjoys movement. Like our bodies were created to move it. Your body doesn't, it doesn't have to be underneath, you know, in the, it doesn't have to be in a certain space, like whatever brings you joy and movement. I say, lean into that. And, you know, seeing her, like when we run up hills and roll down hills and things like that, um, it's so beautiful. So she really helps to bring out the kid in me. That's awesome. And I would also like to add that you are a fitness trainer that eats pizza. People, this is okay. <laughs> Actually, I have to, I have to say, I went with, uh, trainwithcash.com and, and that'll be in the show notes. Uh, the, the video, the video of you and other you talking to each yeah. other. Oh my God. It was so funny, guys. You have to see it. It is the best. Just, I love that you have a sense of humor about it too. It's just fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, you have to, you, I, you know, and it also helps you when we lead with attitude of gratitude and just try to look at everything. All right. What's the positive. It helps us to navigate even the darker times a little easier, right? Like you get to look to see, okay, again, what am I learning? What are the pause positives here? Because here's the thing, a storm doesn't last forever. We're, we're going through, we're going to get through. There's going to be the rainbow on the other side. So we just have to keep putting that one foot in front of the other. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. I can't believe the time went by so quickly. I know. I really enjoyed talking with you. Like, <laughs> genuinely just awesome. I love your energy. What a great way to start my day for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I always end with, with a question that I ask every guest. And that is, since this podcast is called Finally Free Podcast, what does it mean to you to be finally free? Mm, 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 mm. You know, it's awesome to 
release the expectation of others and it's also to awesome to put down the the burden of perfection because like my like you I am a recovering perfectionist and you know that's something that we will never attain we will never so we are constantly setting ourselves up for failure right so when I'm finally able to put that down there's just a freedom there's just it's almost like I had on a hundred pound vest and I took off that vest and my chest is like ha, you know what I mean? Um, and then I'm able to just show up as me, regardless if I'm getting the hoorahs or the booze, whatever, I'm just able to be me. Like there's, I know, and I know that's not sexy. I know it's kind of cliche, but that's the simple and authentic truth that there's just a freedom in that, that you can spread your wings, that you can fall, that you can scrape your knee, but you know, it's going to be all right. And that you can continue to be on this path and be on this journey of your own becoming. And let me tell you something too. We're all connected, right? We're all connected. And so just recognizing that if I don't continue to say yes to myself and walk in my own freedom and walk and fulfill my shoes, that those that are connected to me won't be able to lace up theirs. They literally will not be able to lace up theirs because I haven't done my part. And so again, releasing the expectation of others and then getting in purpose and getting in assignment is so fulfilling and joyful. And it's a freedom. It's a freedom. You're flying even in your lows. You're flying. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful way to end. Nadia, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I hope everybody goes and finds you. I mean, you're a virtual coach, so anybody anywhere can train with you. Yes. So it's all going to be in the show notes. So check, check Nadia out when you guys get a chance. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time.